So he's another like return problem. Another re well, the, see, it's really hard to get people up here to Camp Theta, but it's almost impossible to keep them from coming back. So uh -huh. it's you know it, it's it's a big ask to get you here, uh, but once you're here, once like uh, when we were we were renting out this place for a lot of years, and it it turned out that. Uh, you know, the majority, the overwhelming majority of our clientele are, are returning customers. You know, three, four, five, six, seven years in a row, right? This week's episode is brought to you by none of secret supply of sauce, the best sauce known to mankind and available on shelf anywhere. Even when the freezer is full of sauce, there is still no sauce for you. You want someone on a sauce? Too bad. Only Nona decided who gets the sauce. This week's episode is brought to you by Camp Theta and Into the Wilderverse, the first token-gated, edge-node-powered, survivalist episodic content on Theta Network. Critics say, wow, this is wild. Get yourself a smoked fish NFT on Open Theta to join the fun. And to top it off, there will be weekly trivia nights after each episode with T-Fuel giveaways. Make sure you're following Max Data and Poppin' Mag's Pinecast and give this episode a retweet on Twitter to enter a giveaway for a smoked fish. Prize will be drawn via Twitter picker on Friday at noon Eastern time. Poppin's poppin' and lockin' Magnum's Hey everyone, and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 12 of the Poppin' Mags Pinecast. Mags, how you doing over there? We're doing good. Another hot August night. Mm. Or day, but not like July. So we're good. We're doing good. Yeah, right. I mean, this last week has been the first week this summer that's actually been enjoyable to be outside uh, for more <laughs> than five minutes. Yeah, agreed. Let's start off with the business end of this. You know, we got we got our reverse countdowns. They're all still in the works, although we need to speak about one of them. I'll save that for last. We got the peel coming in now, 53 days. You might want to put me on the clock. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, by the time people hear this, we're going to have the peel. Wow. We just cleaned up the attributes to, uh, you know, we get rid of that girlhead.76. Oh, yeah. Or, or whatever, that nonsense, yeah. gone. And um, I'm, I'm going to go on a limb and say, by the time they hear this, it's, it's going. So we, we're going to have to put me on the clock come next week if it's not true. Interesting strategy, Cotton. <laughs> Let's see how it plays out for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. You heard it here, folks. Uh, if we're not peeling and you're listening to this, then you know what to do. That was Mags, not that will, And that will definitely be placed on the uh, um, countdown count-up page. <laughs> exactly. Uh, wow. So sorry. actually, I mean, that's great news. Uh, I, I love hearing that, I, and I hope you're right. That's pretty cool. Because, uh, you know, and I think we have more countdowns to talk about, but the reason why that's cool is because, like, look, we got, we got to get the peel. Gadgets will be eventually next. I wouldn't even put gadgets on any clock uh, after no. after what Rare explained about, you know, the delay with the peel. So we don't want to go on any clock for, for that. Um, I think the peel is probably more complicated than than the other thing. But I don't know. I'm not technical. Right. Um, yeah. 
attributes cleaned. I know you've been privately uh, been talking about this for since it came, since they came out. Yeah, man, driving me nuts. But we got them. We got them cleaned up. It looked like the only thing I noticed was the and to me, it's not a big deal. Um, but you know how it is with with. Um, so basically, they formatted everything like first name capital, the rest lowercase, you know, spaces and not underscores. Yeah. And actual names and not, you know, girl point seven six one or or whatever. So <laughs> yeah. So that's looking good. But the background, the most common background, I think it's Corin or Quran or or something. Uh it's it's in all caps. But I mean if, oh. that's, if that's the um <laughs> had to leave had to leave one out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So people could do their own internal countdowns. I think because we were cleaning up the metadata, I was kind of helping refreshing the metadata on all these. So it will cycle the old bad ones out and put the new ones in. I think that's going to uh, play into the peel. So uh, and so, OK, so after that, then I think the biggest thing on the on the radar, I would say, I guess, what's your opinion, Pop? Uh, I think the bigger thing on the radar once the peel. So let's just say that attributes are cleaned up or you have a 99 percent um yeah plus. that's a huge improvement that was massively needed and i am so happy that's done i can't wait to take a look to me the next biggest thing is the cans for the full price and and that stuff i don't you know yeah. i don't that, to me so that's like the that's like the next in, important thing because the more cans then get open then uh secondary market then the more customs can get opened and also stop me while I'm talking. We we got a new custom. We did this. Yeah, Aragon. Got oh, a new that's right. Wow, that was this week. Whew. It's I know. You know. Also, fam. Uh, you know, we always talk, and it's like, can we just take one week off of drama in the Theta ecosystem? You know, and if we you haven't Jason, noticed, the answer's no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Never can't do it. Impossible to do. Uh, so, so yeah, so it was like the Panthero, is it Panthero from, um, Thunder, Thundercats. Oh, Thundercat. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Very cool. I think I was close to that one too. No big deal. I like, I, I do would like this. I would like to see more customs get in more people's hands. Um, yeah. That, that don't have them, frankly, you know, like, yeah. like me or you, uh, but I'm sure you <laughs> wouldn't mind having a custom either. Uh, yes. Yeah. Anyways, I would, I, would love, I would love to open one in the wild. It's been a while since I've done that. All right. So yeah. So there were there was that. I didn't even realize that was coming. Sorry. But did back, were we count the countdowns count ups? Yeah. Reverse countdowns. So back to them. You know, Peel was fifty three, and uh, according to Mag's ending tomorrow, my time or or the day after, K Fuel. Now we're up to two oh eight. Uh, still no sign. And our play, which I want to speak about here. So we have our play staking index is now 227 days past due, and the airdrop is 310 days. You know how you like to say things happen on Monday, right? So that they can just uh, make us look like fools. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So this past Monday, our play came out and was like, oh, we just started our test net. And Monday happened to be July 31st, right? Right. And they said that they were going to basically be delivering uh, a sub chain by July 31st. 
by the end of the, July. By the end of July, know. yeah. Right. So my question to the people was, does starting a test net count as delivering a subchain? I, I'd say absolutely not. I would say absolutely not as well. Because that should already been done. Exactly. That should have been done two weeks ago or three Talking weeks ago. Talking about practice? Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, now you're on to the next step, which isn't quite the step that we said we were going to get by the end of July. Uh-huh. Yep. But it's a step that you need to take to get where you're going, but still no R play. And speaking of R play, hearing from my legal counsel <laughs> all over all over Twitter and Discord that there's a t- an updated terms of service. And I haven't had a chance to dig into this yet, but um, do you have Just any insight on that? Just me sending it to you yesterday, but no, that's cool. I had a and, long weekend. Listen, I, I was I was out hey. touching grass, as, as they say. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I just want to, you know, we're not financial advice. Once again, let's put that out there. And we're not, we're not, I'm not allowed to practice law. I think anywhere other than like Alabama, but I think anyone's allowed to <laughs> practice out there. Uh, that being said, they dropped the new terms of service. So if you go on your replay dashboard, it pops up and it's like, you can only accept it. And I was told by someone else, if you like try not to, it just keeps coming up. Um, so I haven't accepted it yet, but they introduced all these new terms of service. It seems like they're going towards KYC. And I guess, you know, that is what it is. I don't know what, you know, the regs are. But basically, uh, from what I put, from what I read in my gorilla reading, my fifth grade reading, is that they basically you by accepting the terms in, of service that, you know, the, these terms and conditions, you're waiving your right to sue. So this is what they're saying. We're waiving our constitutional right to sue them or do a class action lawsuit. And there's a $250,000 cap. Now, I don't know if that's on the, I don't, I don't recall if that's on the, um, the lawsuit or, uh, if it's an amount over that, then, then I guess that those terms wouldn't apply. I, I don't know. Like, like I said, consult your lawyer. They, and they basically like said, like they have the right to suspend your, your coins, your NFTs, and your account. And it could be over like not paying your taxes. So like now I'm like, this is a whole set of what the WTF, I think, is, you know, what's going on. Considering, you know, we've been telling everyone to get involved. Uh, also wasn't financial advice, but like, hey, this is a, this is a cool concept. Let's get involved with this, earn some coins. So like, are these going to be custodial wallets? Are we not even going to really have access to this stuff? And now are they just going to plug into the tax man? But like, basically they've been changing the rules as they go, which is, uh, I mean, they're building, they're learning as they go. So like, I haven't had any serious issues or complaints or anything with anything up to now, but now I'm looking at this terms of service. I think the thing is you have to accept regardless if you want to get in your dashboard but you have up to 30 days from accepting to opt out of those terms and services so you can keep your uh, right to sue. It just seems so weird, you know? It seems like we've been with these guys earning supposedly these coins for all this time, and now they, you know, just because maybe they didn't do research and put this out in the beginning, now all of a sudden, you know, like, they could freeze my account. You know what I mean? They could freeze my coins 
and you have to go to their. So this is what you, their arbitrator uh, that they they have jams, J A M S. I think it stands for something. I think it's one of those acro uh, names, uh, jams. Which is funny because you know we were talking uh, with our guest about jam also. So Jimmy Jam jobs. My, I like those that jam a lot better than. Well, I like Jimmy Jam jobs jam. when they happen to Kevin. Well, when you're the Jimmy Jam, then yeah, but not when you're getting jobbed. Not when you're getting jobbed, yeah. So I don't know what that limited information, I don't know. Uh, I just think it's fair for people to know that, hey, you have to accept them and you can email their legal. I think it's like, and you can look it up. It's like legal at Imagine Replay or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to take a look into that. Obviously, if anybody has a problem with it, it's, uh, well, people did pay money for these nft multipliers to earn these tokens so yeah i mean like you said changing the game as we go along here that's uh not so cool dude we have a terrible track record of like oh god i know popcorn and i mean how can you like has a popcorn company like ever gone out of business yeah i'm sure they have but definitely none that none that i'm aware of but our our sponsor has our our first official popcorn. Did not, they go out of business? Not a real sponsor. I don't know, dude. I went on that Discord the other day. Yeah, but the Discord's it, not this, the business. Yeah, but the Discord basically is the business. Like it was all like it was like all of their all of their streamers that were using the codes and stuff like that. And he just ghosted everybody on there. Yeah, I think it uh, looks like the site's still live. I think you can still. Well, you're probably going to get some old, crusty, dusty popcorn. Well, because... I, that was the ones we redeemed. So also, in case <laughs> anyone else is tracking, I know this, you know, if anyone else, I didn't remember waving any rights to them, but I bought the NFT. I res- So we bought the popcorn NFT before the expiration. Uh, I don't know if we told this. Let's just tell it again. So like we bought the popcorn. The, there was nothing wrong with the popcorn that we bought previously. It was so good. so good. So good. Ketchup. Yeah. Yeah. But we... Me and you were, were were talking. You got me. You convinced me to FOMO into buying the NFTs because they only sold. Six wait, 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 wait. I'm, I'm wait, just. Wait. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not blaming you for anything. I'm just saying you did it, so I wanted to do it. Monkey see, monkey. Well, do. it was, but it was also cheaper than going and buying six. Yes. On the website. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm not calling you a, a scammer. Uh, I'm just saying. So I bought it at a, at a low, low price point. Cheaper than you could have got it on there, even like with our discount codes, right? So we bought 12 yeah. packs, and I swear to God, what happened with the 12 packs is whenever these NFTs were minted, they must have made the popcorn then and boxed them up. So for that sure, popcorn was sitting there in the box up because it was disgusting. It was all old. It was bad. Yeah. yeah I mean, I so disappointing. I ate it, but well, it was, yeah, I mean, I ate it too, but. All of the flavoring was just dust on the bottom of the bag. And no matter how much you tried, it wasn't going back on the popcorn. It was, yeah. It, yeah. I tried and then, it and I was like so looking forward to it too, because that first batch that I got was so good. And then I was like, man, is this really what it tasted like when I like what? Yeah. I you had is, to eat a couple bags. Like, oh, maybe yeah. that's a weird bag one. No, they were all like old and stale. Yeah. Yep. Um, Terrible. And then. And then a lot of the sugar was on the bottom from the maple or, or whatever. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then anyways, that same day, I told you, 
that I bought a I bought an NFT hoodie because I also had a good right. theme. I think yep. I bought a ketchup, I want to say, hoodie. Yeah, you did. Loud oh. red. And I redeemed that on the same day. So that was like a couple of days before the end of the new year, but b- before everything ended. I don't I don't wait to, you know, January 31st at 8 p.m. Like some people Ooh. <laughs> due, to, due to redeem. Ooh. Um, but anyways, you, you know, you got to have some lead time, in, you know, in there. And I get a package like in early February and it's the popcorn. It's the it's the 12 stale pack. No hoodie. <laughs> I never got the damn hoodie that I. So I wow. paid whatever for the NFT. And you want that's like reverse utility. That's like and you don't even utility. have the NFT anymore. Yet. I don't have He's the gone. NFT. It's burnt. The popcorn was stale. And, you know, I st- and don't they still Theta Job still have issues with these redeemables. I'll have to double check, but yeah, I, I bet, think they're I still listed as redeemed. I mean, they don't listen to us, obviously. Can, I, I'll bet dollars to donuts only because that popped in my head, and I've never bet dollars to donuts. It sounds it sounds good. Mm. Not stale donuts. Oh, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, I think uh, we beat that. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, those are that, and that wraps up the countdown section. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so I wanted to start off, like now we're going to start the episode. I wanted to start off with an apology. It's been a while. You know, you remember back in season one, apologies used to be like our thing, like, and they're always our thing, but we just, I mean, I feel out of practice really okay. with apologies. But last week we were talking about WWZ and we were talking about Mac and how we, you know, how we was looking to, to buy a, a batch of Zillas off of you back in the couple of months ago, whenever it was, mm-hmm. I just want to make it clear. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. This guy is out there busting his chops, putting a bunch of hours of dev work in and basically buying, investing in himself through these NFTs, which are not even his own. Right. It's like, right. you know, he teamed up with Zilla. So, I just want to make it clear. I didn't have, I don't have a problem with that. I think it's completely noble and honorable. And I am sorry if it came off as anything other than that, because, you know, I hold Mac in the highest regards, you know, as far as developers. As we're in season two, of course. Well, yeah, no, there's, there was a huge change from season one, episode 52 to season two, episode one. Yeah. He, you know, he really turned the corner. Um, he's a good guy. He was always <laughs> no. a good guy. No, I know. I'm just playing. Don't I? I don't want to have to apologize for that too. He's always a good guy. You know, I remember back when I first kind of heard about him was because of the uh, website that he put together for Pines. You know, and just seeing that kind of website and the rarity being done, it was yep. almost like you know, kind of put him up on the on the pedestal a little bit. To be honest, so sure. Yeah, I mean, that's so again, Mac, my apologies. Uh, and if I offended you too, then apologies as well or anyone. No, it was me. I listened back. It was it was all me. Oh, thank God. <laughs> but I still apologize for well, my co-host uh offending people. Yeah. So, sorry about that. But hey, listen, you're going to have to wish an apology if you don't finish the cliffhanger you gave everyone last week. Okay, can I just tell a quick story before that? Is it about losing money and running around your house and making me wait 30 minutes? Nope. Okay, that's, go ahead. That's a, that's, a, that's a good one too. So um, 
I was on a call with Swampy this weekend uh, and Char and, and some others. And um, so first it was like me and Swampy in this Discord room. And I was like, ah, oh, trouble here. And so I put my headphones in, then I heard him fine. He goes, oh, great, it works. He goes, I went to Best Buy. And I don't know if he was talking to you about a headset. Yes, he, asking, he did call me, yes. So he was asking you about a headset, and you were telling him some stuff, whatever. So he goes to Best Buy, uh, not a proud sponsor, and he goes to the gaming section. And the gaming section, they have like these $120, $300 headsets he's like ah that's that's expensive that's a lot more than that i'm that i'm willing to pay so he goes let me go to the (laughs) the like audio section there was some other headphones a bit cheaper still a little too steep so then he goes let me go to the just like the computer section and there was some i guess some popper specials over there and he this guy greg decided uh to help him as he was looking and he's like oh what are you doing he goes oh um he goes uh, i'm trying to look at these 540s and 390s i guess it's like the type of uh of headset he was looking at i don't know if that's what you were talking with him about no um, would, okay no. so anyways they're like oh there they are and, and they were uh, on the rack and it was the last one and it was listed for 100 bucks whatever and he goes oh that's that's a lot more than than you know I was looking to pay, but you know let let's see. And uh, so this was the three nineties, I believe. And he the guy pulls him down. He goes, "I'm I'm basically just you using them to listen to Twitter Spaces and and uh, Discord chats." So Greg takes takes the the box and he's he goes down on a knee and he's reading and he's got his thumb and he's moving. He goes, "Yep." He goes, "They're Discord approved." He goes, "Perfect. This is this is great." And then it got even more perfecter because. Because um, apparently they were twenty bucks. There you go. So <clears throat> a popper special, <laughs> and but they weren't broken yet. I'm sure I'll break them and then tape them. You know, tape them back up. Oh, those ones are gone. Oh, sure. And uh, the guy says, "Yeah." He goes, "Oh man, they're twenty bucks." He goes, "He goes, oh, we would have sold a lot more probably if they were priced right." But I mean, it was the last one, so I don't. Whatever, Greg. You know, silly Greg. What does that mean? He's we saying sold that, a lot more if they were priced right, and that's the last one. Yeah, that's like a nonsense comment. Well, so so he goes ah, so he's like oh, I'll get him. He goes, the, I would have liked to look at the five nineties or the five forties, excuse me. And but um, he goes oh, this is fine, twenty bucks. You know, it's 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 Discord approved. He goes home and he's opened up the box, dude. It didn't say shit about Discord on the box. Are you kidding me? I swear to God, <laughs> <laughs> Greg. <laughs> Ropa doped him into uh, buy, buy, buying these twenty dollar popper specials. Well, it, it said nothing about Discord. Yeah, but when you said that, I was like, "How is it Discord approved? Like that? Like it? That doesn't make any sense." <laughs> I mean, anything, any like because you're not plugging directly into Discord. Well, know, Discord he, is using either your phone jack or your computer jack. I think sometimes, and I could be wrong. I, I don't get out much, but um. There could be stuff on boxes and it could be like an industry standard. And then you could look what that standard is and then it could tell you. So at first he was like, oh, well, you know, maybe it's rolled up into this, you know, bullshit. Uh, but no, yeah, that's it, it wasn't. <laughs> Got so, him. I, 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 he told me that and I've been dying to tell you uh, that story. But that's and he crazy. tells it fucking a million times better than me, obviously. Uh, okay. So. 
we left last week on a cliffhanger, not intentionally either. Your girl, Katy Perry of Nostalgia Store fame, right? Yeah, we go way back to uh, <laughs> December 21. Yeah, Katy, Katy Perry, I'm, I'm reading here an NPR article. None involved in Katy Perry convent lawsuit collapses and dies in court. And basically the gist of this was these nuns, the one that died, she was 89 years old. She is getting sued by the diocese, I believe, because what happened was they sold this convent to somebody for $15.5 million. So the judge ruled that the nuns, that this $15.5 million sale that they made, she had to pay the archdiocese and Perry millions in legal fees on top of that $15.5 million. Apparently what happened was they sold the convent. So you would think that the convent belongs to the archdiocese, and I guess that's what the the legal beagles are saying. But uh, there's like more to the story where the nuns paid the convent in the 70s, paid for it uh, out of their own pockets. So so it says um, the sisters pulled their money together to buy an eight-acre property in 1972. They occupied it until 2011 when the church says the archdiocese forced them to move to another location. So they bought this thing. They tried to they tried to sell it. And I think it was like in Los Angeles County somewhere. They said no. And then Katie, the archdiocese, I guess, sold it to Katy Perry. And Katy Perry, you know, once again, making shit difficult. Uh, and the nun died in court. Now, natural wow. causes, but I would I would argue, like I usually do, that you know, a lot of stress in that. Like someone, she took her vows at the age of eighteen to become a nun, and Miss Katy Perry, nostalgia store uh, fame, and and maybe other fame too. Oh, she also had the uh, whipped cream boobs thing, uh, bra, right? No, really. Uh, Oh, yeah, she did. It was in a video. But yeah, she just, you know, her her lawyers hounded them and wanted to get everything they could out of these nuns. You believe that? So what's your opinion on that, Popper? I mean, you're a business guy. Well, my first question is, how did the archdiocese sell this property? I mean, normally there's a deed involved and a, a land sale. So oh, well, how did, well, how did how they did have the nuns sell it then, too, right? Well, the nuns got it sold out from under them though didn't they uh i believe so just let me read this real quick uh the uproar over the property began in 2015 when Hosman and the sisters of the most holy and immaculate heart of the blessed virgin mary sold the medieval spanish gothic tudor state to restauranter dana hollister but the archdiocese argued that nuns did not have the right to sell property which includes $30,000 square feet of living space, a pool, a tower, an adjoining prayer house, and instead approved a sale to Katy Perry, even though Hollister was already living there. So they, so it sounds like they sold it to somebody for $15.5 million. It was living there. They must have been on the deed. I don't know. You know, now the archdiocese is saying they were, they shouldn't have been on there. So, and then they sold it to Katy Perry for like 10 million. This is a very strange story, right? But- yeah, it's that's unfortunate that the the poor woman, eighty nine years old, you said. Yep. I mean, that's definitely some undue circumstances that it seems like she didn't need to be in and was kind of forced into. But who knows who the bad like I 
I, I still don't completely understand how this went down, but yeah, that doesn't have a happy ending for sure. It doesn't have a happy ending. And just, you know, just, just imagine that. I mean, baller, if you're still trying to go after watch out, man, she don't give a fuck. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad that Whoop. that cliffhanger got, got, uh, got cliff hung. Yeah, exactly. So, this past week on Theta Drop, there was a free drop for the community showcase to stress test the the DRM. Did you get to, to partake in that? I partook in the, the stress test. The the twelve o'clock Eastern version or or the later one? I had I think I cut into the twelve o'clock one late and then I had a, an appointment to make. So I wasn't really in it much. Gotcha. So I I was able to it was very strange. So I clicked the link from Genion and it basically brought me straight to the stream page. Uh and it was just like error, like error 504. Some kind of error kept coming up. And I was like, oh well, it's probably because I don't have the NFT. How do I get the NFT? And I kept going to the drop and like clicking it and it wouldn't take me to like you know you know how when there's free ones before it says like get get nft or something like that okay that just that just wasn't showing up for me so and mm-hmm. i couldn't couldn't find it and i was kind of asking around and i was told oh just check your wallet maybe and apparently when i went on the link from Genion, it just it did automatically drop me that nft so i had the nft but then you click utility and it brings you to a broken screen that wasn't working. Um, I understand the point of this thing was a stress test, but it seemed like it stressed out immediately. It was like, that was like 1202, 1203. Like, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't very deep in the line. So it did start working for me after about the third or fourth, uh, utility attempt refresh. But if you were in the, chat room there there was a lot of people that were making some noise because it wasn't working for them but it did eventually work for me and honestly you know <clears throat> the point of this was to stress test so i certainly hope that there was some benefit to this on the other end and that you know things were learned and the the process will be smoother for the next one yeah i think the big thing was i i could watch it on my iphone which we couldn't do with the medican so oh, that was cool yeah nice yeah. All right. Well, hey guys. I can't believe you saved that for for last. I think we should have ended with Katy Perry, but you wanted to save the stress test for last. Okay. Well, nope. You are the you're the editing magician, so. I'm not editing that magician. <laughs> uh, I was just going down my list, dude. Yeah, should should have ended with Katy Perry. So we had a we had a special guest on this week, guys. A, a returning guest with a big time project dropping. Not even not even a sales, basically like the utility now for the projects that have already been dropped, dropping a, speaking of DRM, dropping a series into the Wilderverse, our boy Max Theta. And you can hear that. After these messages. Hello. There's that beautiful voice back on the Pinecast. Well, thanks for joining us, dude. Oh, thanks so much for having me back. I'm uh, stoked to be here. Oh, uh, how are you guys doing? Can't complain, man. I'm doing doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Right on. How about you, Mag? Glad How are to you? Hear it. 
I just want to hear some cool stuff from Max Theta and and maybe some Simpson story. Mostly the Simpson story, but all the other stuff too. But no pressure. <laughs> Can uh, yeah, all right. Here's a here's an early Simpsons reference for you. Anytime uh, Angela, my wife, is always in the front of the canoe, and I'm always in the rear. And so when she paddles really hard and splashes me, you know, she'll get one of those ones where she just smacks the water and just drenches me. And and she'll say, I'm the captain. <laughs> so, but I, I tell her that, too, because I'm Captain Kyle, but she's uh, she outranks me. She's Admiral Angela. Oh, so. yeah, that's yeah. I, I, I can't compete with that. No. No. Or should you? No, no. Or could you? Uh, no, you nor is it wise try. to try. I, 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 don't, don't try, don't try. Just be, uh, just be wrong and happy. I think that's that's what it comes down to. If you if you the find a way to do know, both, you're you're ahead of the game. PSA brought to you by Max Theta. Thank you, Kyle. Do you want to? Yeah, you want to yeah, bring them in officially? Yeah, yeah follow me for more marriage advice. <laughs> smash that Anytime like button. you guys want to start recording i'm okay with that smash, smash that like button like you smashed the plates last night honey <laughs> follow us for more marriage advice Opa. yeah <laughs> anyways like we were trying to say or papa was trying to say we're uh very excited to have you max what's what Absolutely. can you tell us what is going on in the neighborhood Right. Well, there's, yeah, there's so much. It's, it's midsummer now. The critters are out. Uh, I've been filming for all oh, like four or five months at least, uh, nonstop to bring into the Wilderverse season one to life. And, uh, I've had so many people, you know, just ask me to share stories from up here that, uh, I thought I'd try to do my best to put 10 years worth of, uh, you know, home movies, uh, and compile them and just kind of start to bring this place to life. So the, uh, the smoked fish NFT project has switched gears into, uh, you know, into, into high gear, into video content mode. And, uh, I'm trying my best to bring out a, uh, high production value wilderness entertainment series on the theta blockchain and uh it's only available to smoke fish holders that's awesome and i'm assuming you're going to be using the the drm capabilities for that i am so it's it's kind of all come together now uh smoke fish used drm last year after camp theta put together a series of videos from camp theta but but now there's there's a little more tools in the tool belt in the uh in the theta video api and uh we can really go whole hog because uh you know everything's laid out there and anyone can use it to make awesome videos and again gate them behind nfts theta or otherwise right because there's cross bridge capabilities kyle i heard from somebody that last year was just a blue screen that didn't happen yeah well you know fake it till you make it is is my motto and up until now i have been uh just just green screening the (laughs) whole thing Uh, but luckily, luckily I shilled my project enough and, uh, and I rugged enough people 
that now I've been able to afford a small patch of land where I can actually film some of this stuff. So I can I, I can stop paying the studio now for all okay. the CGI. Yeah, it's really coming they, together. She lets you kill it, right? So it sounds like That's you're right. transitioning, right, to killing it. Yeah. Oh, killing it. 100%. So we, we have uh, season two of the actual camp out coming up here pretty soon, right? Yeah. Camp Theta is in its second year and uh, was really excited to grow the project in a bear market. And we've got uh, we've got six contestants this year that are all competing in the Wilderverse games at Camp Theta for the ultimate Theta prize pack. We've got uh, prizes from just about every big project on, on Theta Network. They all uh, thankfully chipped in and uh, we certainly appreciate that here in the woods. Uh, everyone pitching in prizes. We've got prizes from Secret Pineapple and Theta Network and and Tigons and Frogs and uh, Thetazilla. We've got prizes from Mystic Gurus. We've got prizes from True VRS. We've got prizes from uh, Dragons. Uh, frogs too many to name really it's the ultimate theta prize pack and i bought a bunch of stuff off uh artisanal theta creators like theta pendants and jake lunas uh and did some custom custom engraving and 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 custom 3d printing so uh so the whole thing's just uh you know it's off the hook it's going to be a great camp theta this year so can we get a little insight on what some of these Wilderverse games are going to be? Okay, so we've uh, we've got uh, it pretty much the same games as last year. We've got Fishing Derby. We've got a Scavenger Hunt. We have uh, Axe Throwing, which is like the absolute, uh, you know, the, the hit of the weekend. Last year, there was... Uh, there was tens of thousands of T fuel that uh, traded hands in uh, aftermarket betting, shall we say? Uh, <laughs> after nice. the after the axe throwing tournament, it went till it went till nighttime until you couldn't see anymore. So, uh, so that's a fun one. Um, what else? There's a canoe race and there is target shooting, but uh, that's the only thing that changed this year. I'm switching it out from uh, from a from a 22 to uh, to a bow and arrow because last year I, uh, I I didn't I didn't sight it in great. I'm not gonna lie, and uh, and we didn't have much success. So this year it's a bow and arrow, and uh, there's there's nothing to mess up. So if, if you can't shoot a target with bone arrow, you can't blame me. <laughs> <laughs> so how, uh, how many pound bow and arrow? I'm, I'm concerned that Swampy's not going to be able to, to knock it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just going to go. I think I'm just going to go for the little 15, 15 pound target, uh, bow. Okay. <laughs> so I've got, I've, I've, I've got some 60 pound recurves around here that, uh, you know, that we take deer with and stuff, but, uh, I, I, I don't know if that's the way we're going to go. I'm just going to go with the target bows. I bet, Sw yeah. I bet Swampy could pull, I bet Swampy could pull 60. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Maybe, maybe he could. Maybe. <laughs> is Swampy, now, is Swampy now, participating? Yeah. Oh, yes, indeed. Yeah. Okay. Yes, indeed. So here's, here's the way the Wilderverse games go. There's six contestants. Uh, you know, I'm not competing to give them a chance. 
and you're going to be nice, scored nice one guy. through you're going to be scored one through six, and if you don't compete, you get a zero. Now there are uh, fish in the original deck, so the original sixty nine smoked fish that that minted in in a year and a half ago. There are fish that have uh, specific attributes that act as cheat codes in certain games. And so if you've got a fish that has like bullet holes on the vehicle, you get extra shots in the uh, in the target shooting. If you have a uh, a fish that has an axe, you get uh, points in the axe throwing. So there's there's cheat codes from the original set that you can hold as a camper to to activate those. But there's also in the new set, there's wild cards and only two out of five or six of them have been minted and those give you points for your overall score so everybody's score if you if you win the axe throwing tournament you're going to get a six you know and if you come last you're going to get a one and it's the same with the other five events so your score is going to be tallied at the end and that's who's going to win the ultimate theta prize pack but if you have a wild card from smokefish too uh you're going to get three points added on to your total score towards the grand prize. But there's also custom mystic gurus that have been uh, made for the prize for each event. So everyone who wins each individual event is gonna get a is gonna get a custom guru. That's cool. Nice. So uh, yeah. So we know I know Swampy's gonna be there. I know fellow Canadian Dharma Gardner is gonna be there. Data seeds, do, yeah. Do we know the other four? Are they people that we would we would know? Okay, so hey, wait, uh, wait, Max, I got this. Uh, Popper, they're, they're, I got this. Popper, they're from Canada. You wouldn't know them. I know some people from Canada. That's a joke. Okay. Anyways, we'll cut that out. Wow. <laughs> so so uh, there are uh, two Rufus and a big smelly monkey. Um, shout out the, rufus guys all over the place oh please. dude rufus the rufus the dragon king that yeah, dude sure. is the dragon lord 500 dragon, dragon lord overdrive he's uh he's coming pretty heavy on zillas he's coming pretty heavy on bananas yeah this guy he's got that like so he's plain all... plain dragon right that's what he well that yeah, red one. He's got every dragon. Yeah, it's like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It's like the, it's in it's de, it's deliberately different, even though it shows like almost no attributes in in, in nothing. But it it is like um like its red is different than the other red. So it's like I think it's number yeah. one. Ooh. Uh, well, it's funny. You know how we talk about. Sorry to segue real quick, but you know how we've mentioned before about the difference with theta rarity and open theta rarity. Right, yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. So, so uh, on theta rarity because it wasn't really listed as a custom, and I think it kind of is. It's like listed second to last or something on mm-hmm. on theta rarity. Which theta rarity I usually prefer over uh, open theta rarity system, and and it and obviously depends on the, the type each of got their and, glitches. Yes, and then so then when, when theta rarity came out. Dude, that thing was like, not that was up there. It was like tied for first or third or something like that. So, 
Anyways, I'm sorry. So Rufus. not not only is uh, Rufus the Dragon King, he's also the returning champion really? from last year's oh, Camp no Theta. Kidding. Dude, so he's the Dragon King and he's the Fish Whisperer. That dude went out onto the lake for the fishing derby last year and just sniped fish, like, nonstop. He came back with two stringers of fish and fed us all for the rest of the weekend, just with like 45 minutes in the lake. It was magical. Wow. Max. Yeah. So do you think, so when does this take place again? The, the wilderness. August 25th to 28th camp theta. Do you, you know, and you're a, a, you know, you're a a non, uh, you're an impartial, you know, person letting this go. But you think we could, uh, get a profile on on all these people and uh and maybe uh you know maybe get some odds going with this all right so so here's what's going to happen we're going to do the play at home wilderverse games what and there's going to yes there's going to be an auction uh every every day leading up to camp theta where you will be able to purchase a custom smoked fish NFT that represents each camper at Camp Theta with a little bio. And then of course we're gonna we're gonna broadcast the games eventually when I edit it up to make it look like a silly game show. But if you I'm not gonna make any money off this. I'm just gonna give the proceeds to whoever holds the winning camper. So when the Wilderverse games are done, if you are holding the the camp, the the Smokefish custom that represents the camper that won the Wilderverse games. You're just going to win the the pot of uh, total sales. Wow, that's amazing! I love that idea. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. That's it'll be. Yeah, fun. I'm definitely so, not buying uh, swampies. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I if if, uh, if I had to if I had to give them odds, if I had to give them odds, it's going to be interesting um, because. Uh, well, we had uh, Rufus as the returning champ and uh, uh, Big Smelly Monkey. He he won a few games, but he didn't win the overall. He's sneaky. He's sneaky. He won the scavenger hunt uh, and he and he did all right at axe throwing. Um, so he's another return problem- contestant. Another well, see, it's really hard to get people up here to Camp Theta, but it's almost impossible to keep them from coming back. So uh, it's, you know, it, it's, it's a big ask to get you here. Uh, but once you're here once, like, uh, when we were, we were renting out this place for, uh, for a lot of years and it, it turned out that, uh, you know, the majority, the overwhelming majority of our clientele are, are returning customers, you know, three, four, five, six, seven years in a row. Right. So it, it's such a nice place, but it's a pain in the ass to get to. I'm not going to lie. All right, so that's four. So we got Rufus, Big Smelly Monkey, Theta Seeds, and Swampy. And we got two uh, two unknowns here. Okay, so the wild card is If I Only Had a Name. He had a Passaways avatar for quite a while on Twitter and everywhere else. But I can't keep up with these people. If I only had a name or some variation of the only only had a name or something on Discord. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. That, that's the that's the wild card. 
So I've never seen everybody else. I've seen, I've seen face, but this guy, I don't know. He claims not to be a fisherman. I don't think anyone's ever seen him. I think he's, I think he's playing us all and he's going to show up and just Uh smash fish all day. So, so he's a wild card. Uh, and then we had, uh, and then we had chef pine who's been on board, uh, for like a year. And then at the last minute, got some kind of weird EU passport renewal red tape BS. And uh, they said they could get it sorted out. Yeah, you got a lawyer involved in everything. And uh, so it's been in the works for a long time. But uh, can't get it sorted out in time, unfortunately. So Chef Pine not coming. However, uh, Nanaimo Trader has taken his place. That's uh, that's unfortunate for Chef. That's unbelievable, man. Like waiting, start waiting for a year, and then all of a sudden this comes up, and you can't get a. Oh, it's brutal. A passport renewal in a like. Come on, it's yeah, brutal. Popper, I thought it's. I brutal. thought we were the only ones with issues with the lawyers, but um. Huh. Well, our <laughs> issues aren't with lawyers. <laughs> Lawsuits, though. Yeah. 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 So Nanaimo's Dang. coming. And he was, he, he like grew up in the Yukon, uh, you know, eating moose out of a canoe. So, uh, so this, this dude's going to be top shelf. I, I don't know, man, if I was putting, putting odds on the, on the games, like, I think he's got to rank up there. I think he's a contender. All right. Interesting. I'm definitely, like a strong uh, field. That's it a does strong... sound like a strong field. You're right. Yeah. So when does the uh, when does the purchasing of these NFTs for the contestants when does that start? I think I think we're going to kick that off on the nineteenth, right around there, somewhere very close to that. They're going to start getting auctioned off. And you said it's the twenty fifth to the twenty eighth, so that's a nice that's a nice three nights, three night package. Yeah, three nights, four days. Uh, so, you know, you just get settled in here and start enjoying the lake and all the gourmet wild food. And, uh, then you got to leave, <laughs> right? Throw some axes, catch some fish, unwind, and then, uh, you know, back to reality, I suppose. But I've, you know, I, I just keep my, my whole summer's just nuts with trying to film crazy adventure films for Trying to do a, you know, a one of a kind, you know, it's the first like big series of videos that's been released on uh, the Theta blockchain. So, you know, I'm trying to trying to bring a little bit more. Do you have uh, an estimated date for when this thing's going to start? Are you looking for like weekly, yeah, in, like it, one weekly show yeah, or? Yeah, Into the Wilderverse premieres on Open Theta August 9th. So there's going to be weekly videos uh, right now. Uh, season one is complete. Uh, there are about 10 to 15 minute videos and there's seven in the first season. So they're going to air weekly on Wednesdays, starting August 9th on the open theta video platform. And then every Tuesday is going to be a trivia Tuesday. So you've got six days to watch the content if you're a smoked fish holder. And then Tuesday, uh, there's going to be a trivia night in the Smokefish Discord, uh, where you're going to be able to win uh, key fuel and NFT prizes based on questions about that week's content 
on Into the Wilderverse. So we're going to release uh, an episode a week, uh, and we're going to do trivia night each week as well. So it's a watch to win edge node powered Theta video API video series, season one, August 9th. Sounds like we're going to need to run a promo for that. Absolutely. Done. <laughs> and oh. uh, season two is already filming. Uh, so, you know, it takes me, it, it takes me a long time to film an episode out in the bush, but it takes even longer in the editing room because I just film hours and you know, hundreds of hours of content and then have to try to smash that all together. Uh, but season two is, uh, is filming right now. And then season three, I'm trying to spend in the jungles of Panama building another, uh, eco retreat. What? Uh, so we're good. Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's just back that up and, and talk about that. Can we? Sure. So, so, uh, season one was filmed in the spring and that's, uh, kind of me adventuring through, uh, the, you know, local few hundred miles of, uh, of, of waterways during high water. And then, so I've got that all edited together and then season two is filming right now. And summer is going to be like the, the Trippin river expedition that was part of the smoked fish ticket giveaways, uh, the camp theta wilderverse games, and then a whole bunch of, uh, adventures through the woods. And then season three, uh, hopefully is going to be exploring the jungles of Panama and uh, building a, uh, a another off-grid retreat in the north northeast corner of Panama because I'm tired of wintering here. So I figured <laughs> if I can get some awesome jungle content and uh, and also maybe build something from scratch and and uh, because the <clears throat> pardon me, everyone wants to know about the you know the off-grid retreat that I've built here. Uh, in my off-grid life, but you know that was that was ten years ago, right? And it's really fun to see the progression of it all. And I do have a lot of of videos from you know that I'm stringing together of of older videos of how this place was built and how it was all put together and everything. But you know, if we if if we can do that again and film it from scratch uh, and and do it in the jungle and not have to uh, you know skate over the lake. Uh, or use snowshoes or whatever to get to the house for, for, for the winter time, then everybody wins. Right. So that'll be, that'll be fun content. Oh, that sounds great. Uh, yeah. And, and if I don't get to Panama, then it's just going to be, you know, crazy winter, you know, ice fishing, drilling holes in ice and living in igloos kind of content, which will be pretty hardcore too. But then next summer is, is going to be, uh, Oh, I've got so many wild, trips planned for next summer i'm what i'm really trying to do is to uh make outdoor videos that um that'll just be um you know unignorable i really want to take this to the next level and, and start doing trips that uh that other people just simply wouldn't do in their right mind and and just and just really get some crazy outdoor content uh, I'm already on top of stuff with building a custom aluminum canoe that's like the world's most efficient solar canoe, and I've I've got uh, uh, an industrial prototype 3D printer printing up toroidal propellers to get extra efficiency, and I'm really trying to make a crazy extra 
expedition boat where uh, I can just I can just go for hundreds and hundreds of kilometers at a time, uh, solar powered in a little canoe. It, it it's going to be pretty cool. That's wild. Um, I I I'm just like I can't even yeah can't even imagine that. <laughs> this. Uh, wow, dude, like. <laughs> Just uh, an honest question, like, why, why are you doing this? Like, why, it doesn't seem like, like the NFTs are not paying, like, for all the time and effort that you're putting into this. Is this, is this just like to, to help the community out because you love it? Like, you're just enjoying this using, you like the Theta technology? So I really do like using the Theta technology. Um, and yeah, you're right. It's, it's, uh. I put way more time and energy and money into this than I than I get back in in NFT sales, right? Like you and us way both. more. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. That's the that's the way of the world. Uh, so uh, you know, why am I doing this? I, I do this because I get I get bored. I get bored really easily, uh, and I always have to like outdo myself. You know, it's this constant struggle of like, what can you do different? How you, how can you do it bigger? And, um, you know, so, so I keep just, I keep just trying to, uh, to just expand and cause the universe is, is fed on complexity, right? The universe favors complexity. So you have to feed it with your most outlandish and novel ideas. And that's and that's how we grow as a as a species. And we will be right back. This week's episode is brought to you by Dr. Theta's Community Guardian Node. Theta's premier community guardian node where you can stake your Theta if you don't run your own guardian node. Best of all, 100% uptime so you do not miss any rewards and zero fees so you earn 100% of your T-Fuel. Trusted by Theta Labs, you can easily stake directly within your wallet. Simply go to the staking tab, Choose Delegated Guardian Node and find Dr. Theta's Guardian Node. Quick, simple, reliable, and best of all, safe, as the coins never leave your wallet. Stake with the doc today. This week's episode is brought to you by GuardiansofTheta.com, offering 0% one-click Theta Guardian staking with random monthly token giveaways. Guardians also airdropped everyone staking with him an NFT that you're able to stake and earn T-Vibe. 100% uptime, zero fees, random giveaways, what's not to love? Stop paying 4% and come join the fam with Guardians of Theta. Papa Max Podcast. All right, so you got season one recorded. You're in the process of recording season two for the summer. And then you're saying season yeah. three is going to be this winter, either in Panama or in the, the great cold. Yeah. If I, you know, I, I've got my sights set on Panama, um, but I'm, I'm certainly willing to go, you know, anywhere in, in central and South America, if it kind of fits the bill. Uh, there's been a lot of options in Panama that I've, that I've looked at. And actually Simon over at open theta, I was just talking to him recently and he was like, oh yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got friends in Panama. So if you want to go there and just, you know, uh, they're out in the middle of the jungle. If you want to hunt armadillos and, uh, and iguanas and crocodiles and stuff, man, just like, well, you know, I'll set you up. And then he sent me these pictures. 
dude he's he's like he's got armadillos in in each hand just like oh tonight we feast on on armadillos and and iguanas he's he, he bagged you ever eat an armadillo he, he did a good job so i've never eaten armadillo uh i have i have had some big lizards i've never had an iguana i've had alligator and stuff though interesting i just wouldn't picture as an armadillo as uh something we feast on <laughs> No, that's not my first. No, it's not. Wouldn't be my first thought if I saw an armadillo would be like, that looks delicious. Wait, popper armadillo or goose. Oh man. What are you, what are you taking? Mean, armadillo all day. Yeah, I I'm thought so. Eating a yeah. goose. You're um, not into, you're not into goose meat. What's the problem? No. What's the problem? I've got a lot of problems. with <laughs> right. goose, man. <laughs> we, we've been talking about yeah. this all week. <laughs> about the goose problem in our area okay so here here's my unpopular take i don't like horses at all interesting okay are you talking like wild horses i don't care what kind of horse it is of course (laughs) of course i just i just i just don't like it no no to me horses are delicious because i do enjoy horse meat wow you know for everyone that's had those for everyone that's had those IKEA meatballs, you know, you know, you know what that's all about, right? You know, you you know, you love it. It's delicious. Horses are delicious. I can say put, I've never eaten at IKEA. But Max, so are you, are you saying you'd put it on a sandwich, and it would be a thoroughbred? Oh, uh, undo, undo percent. That's the horse makes a good lunch meat. Okay, did not know this is good information. Right, I've now. never considered eating a horse. <laughs> not on purpose right but and, so so this is my this is my point if you don't like geese like i mean i get it neither do i right they're assholes but like <laughs> you know it doesn't doesn't mean they're not delicious if anything you should be killing them out of spite you're against the law i would i wouldn't mind though a few times you can't kill geese where you are what's the problem dude geese are like endangered species they're like protected it's ridiculous they're dicks what what yes protected by yes. what by by the government it's ridiculous what kind of geese what kind of geese you got Canadian down there geese. that are all crazy Canadians. get out the disgusting ones they're nasty oh those are the worst ones oh. cobra chickens <laughs> dude they're freaking they're dinosaurs man i'm scared i gotta go you know walk through <laughs> Absolutely. a bunch of these these fucking jokers and i feel like i'm they're gonna like wreck me up one of them starts hissing, dude. Forget about it. I'm I'm not gonna make. No, your it. shins just your shins it. just go on high alert. And they, like, you know, they, they smell. They, should. they smell fear. They can absolutely. Yeah, they know what you're thinking. And then they do the head bob. They, they bring their head down and they start coming at you. Right. Oh yeah. Put the put the wings out right, a little bit. They're delicious. They're delicious. Are they really? I mean, even oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they're they I mean, they're just really. It's a it's okay. It's a greasy meat. If you like dark meat, yeah. the whole thing's dark, you know. But uh, but I've had I've had a goose that's been stuffed with a turkey that's been stuffed with a chicken. I mean, I've heard of turduckins. Oh yeah, you can a, wrap the whole thing in a goose, and then you're good to go. Ah, uh, interesting. I've never had a turducken before. But back to armadillos. Painted, like, painted armadillos. You have, uh, yeah. you have possums up there. Mm. Not quite as far as I am north. Do you know what a possum is? Like what they look like? Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Because when I, mean, I was I in Southern Ontario, armadillo as like a yeah with armor, with armor. yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And not even classy armor either. It looks like a snake. <laughs> it looks like some kind of dragon snake or something. And it just looks like it smells like piss. You know? <laughs> it does. Like a giant snail shell or something. Yeah. So oh, so wild. possums were never... Uh, possums didn't get into Canada until the 1950s. And when I was in Southern Ontario, I saw possums and they scared the crap out of me because they look like demons. And, uh, but I never knew that they weren't, uh, they were never in Canada until the 1950s. They actually hitched on to, uh, like transport trucks and stuff. And with the highway system, they started like, you know, latching on and, and, and that's how they've, they've migrated north. The great possum migration. It's only happened within the last 60 years. Uh, the majority of the time when I see them, they are splattered in the middle of the road. Right. They're not. Yeah. They're not smart animals. No, but you, the, uh, all, you, you roll up to one of these suckers in the middle of the night and it's scary. They, they hiss at you. Oh, oh, I don't want to meet one of them in, dark, in a dark alley. Oh, forget that. Yeah, <laughs> no, you don't. They're like demons they've got those red eyes and the teeth like syringes it's just it's right out of a nightmare i i do not like those things plus they're marsupials they belong on the on another quadrant of the planet like get out of here get out of north america with your pocket babies and take the geese with you On on Into oh. the Wilderverse, on like the third episode, we uh, we there's an encounter with a goose. <laughs> we were we were harang- we were harangued for an entire afternoon. It was a nesting. We scared a nesting Canada goose off her nest, Ooh. and sh- and she did not forget. She <laughs> harangued us for an entire afternoon. Just flew over top of us, just giving us a tongue lashing. She didn't forget. Uh, that's. I look forward to that episode because, <laughs> man, I've, I've had my run-ins with geese, and not not quite sure how we ended up here. But yeah, that's uh, they're they're problems. Oh, they're all sorts of problems, all sorts of them. And and uh, where I grew up, we had this you know little canal where everyone would go and feed the Canada geese, and you know give them bread or whatever. You're poisoning them. You probably shouldn't give them bread, but. You know, they're assholes, so you can feed them poison, apparently. Uh, and and every every once in a while, you know, you'd see these you'd see these geese on the schmucked on the side of the road, they're roadkill, right? And it's like I have I have just no sympathy whatsoever for uh for dead birds on the side of the road. It's like really you've got you've got all these options and you decided to walk across. <laughs> you couldn't fly yeah. you couldn't fly. Like, you know. Now you deserve it, bud. Sorry about that. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. But they are delicious. So, you know, go for one one day. Out of, spite, out of spite. I might, yeah. Out, out of spite. You might, might have to you might have to cross state lines to kill one of them though, but it'll be worth <laughs> it. I'll come to Canada and do it. If you do wind up in Panama and you do get a chance at these uh, armadillos, we're going to need like a taste comparison of what's best now. Oh, man. I'll, I'll eat one, but I really don't want to. I mean, I know yeah. goose is delicious. 
And like I said, armadillo looks like it tastes like piss. <laughs> like it just <laughs> does. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't but... look appetizing at all. It's a fucking possum in a snail shell. What the fuck <laughs> <laughs> <good> about that? <laughs> true, true. I'll eat it though. I mean, I'll I think you're just your fans are gonna pretty are much gonna have wanna... to now. Yeah, yeah I'll put some, yeah, bake it on a pizza and put some pineapple on it. It'll be great. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Well, I mean, versus goose or armadillo, I'm eating pineapple pizza all day. Panama possum pineapple pizza. <laughs> Say that five times. Ooh, ooh. With extra armadillo and anchovy. Armadillo dipping sauce. Oh God, that that's just, gross. That's wrong. That's wrong. No, what? too far. All right, too far. What does it look like between uh, now and August twenty fifth for you? Are you just full, full get ready mode here? He. Oh, full t- full tilt boogie. So what happens? Uh, where are we now? So the so the end of the Wilderverse series premieres, I think, tomorrow by the time this comes out. And then I will be filming again in the historic French River Provincial Park uh, during the Perseid meteor shower. It's a really super cool place. It's what opened up the new the new world to uh, to uh, exploration. So, because, you know, you couldn't go over Niagara Falls and, uh, around them with the, with the Erie lock system and all that. So people used to go down the the St. Lawrence river, then into Lake Nipissing and then into the French river to get into the rest of the Great Lakes to go North and, uh, and event or South and get into the Mississippi, but to, uh, but to hunt furs and to make a new life for themselves. So the French river is this crazy historic river that's just absolutely amazing with uh with million year old rock formations and uh all sorts of rapids and that and it's going to be during the the summer's biggest meteor shower so i'm going i'm going into that for five days to film and then i'm getting back on the 14th and then it's just going to be full prep for camp theta i get all the games together and we do uh really wild food here uh so it's probably going to take me about uh three or four days to uh just even start prepping the food and of course just to go grocery shopping is a is a two-day trip for me so you know it's a it's a big deal just to even leave the property and come back with uh with enough food for eight people for for five days, let alone lobster tails and ribs and uh, creme brulees and and all that magnificent stuff. So we we feed you well here at Camp Theta. You could have said that you are busy to the max right now, right? Oh, you could. Oh, you could definitely say that. <laughs> and and I did. And uh, um, and, and and that's and that's like fighting off bears the whole time with my trusty pocket <laughs> knife too, right? Because they. They always want a piece. Is that right? But you got to. Oh, they always want a piece. It's always something with them. If you left your everything open, they get in the house, they go through the pantry. Your cupboards are bare. That's where it came from. And then you got the bears trying to knock your satellite dish down. Fucking and the assholes. Geese. The I'm surrounded by geese. assholes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're trying to jam my signal. Raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> I bet nobody gives you the raspberry though, do they? 
I've got so, I've got so many wild raspberries coming up right here. So I, I built my house actually at the top of this ravine, and the bottom of the ravine is just a giant uh, raspberry and blackberry patch. It's it's huge. Mm -hmm. It's big enough to support animals. So we have, um, you know, we have this ravine under our house, and there's like deer and 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 fawns that uh, that hang out there, and maybe even some bigger bears. So getting all the raspberries for ourselves is, it can be a task, the, but the worst is the squirrels, the bears you can, you can shoo away, but the squirrels, they don't, they don't know how to listen. Yeah. Raspberry is probably my favorite fruit. I think I could just, no, it's yeah, there's, unlimited uh, raspberry there's tons bar. and tons here. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you just be, you just, you just have red teeth. You just have endless <laughs> seeds in your teeth. You'd still be eating them on the toilet when you're just <laughs> shitting raspberries. Be like a human centipede thing. <laughs> That's how it goes when there's too much fruit, right? Like there's so much fruit all at the same time. And then you've just, you've got to like, I've got to eat all the fruit right now. It's my only option. So you trust. Do you, do you do you make anything like any preserves or anything out of them? Oh yeah, for sure. My, uh, my wife, she makes, uh, my wife, she makes jam and, uh, and we've got some, I've got like a big, uh, you know, kind of industrial dehydrator type thing here. And I've also got some, uh, some dehydr solar dehydrators that I made myself, uh, which are like, uh, parabolic trough lenses. And, uh, and so we dry stuff and we, we, we make like bottled just raspberries and syrup kind of thing, or blueberries or blackberries or uh, service berries or whatever it is. Uh, and then the jam and then like syrups, and then we'll have, uh, just bags of fresh fruit in the freezer. Cause we do have a solar powered freezer as well, but you can never pick enough. Like when the, when the, you know, when nature says, hey, everything's, you know, ripe, you, ju you just got to quit what you're doing. You got to stop and you got to go and pick it. When, and, the picking, uh, when the picking's good. Yeah, that's it. You got to make hay while the sun shines. Because if you don't get it, then, you know, it's going to be birds or bears or geese or possums some or whatever that do. and Some other asshole animal, of course. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not here to feed them. Right? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't mind them fattening up and then... Uh, like you're you know, living like off the it, grid if and they live they've been living off the grid forever if they they want well, they any were special here first. treatment they were here first <laughs> exactly. but if they want any special treatment they should try living on the grid you know then I'll have a little sympathy for them you know right right yeah. no they uh they do all right for themselves we uh we're we're not as efficient as they are about uh taking all the food out of this place so i think they i think they've got the edge on us we just try to squeak out a couple bear, a uh, couple couple cans of jam every once in a while, and leave the rest for the bears. Because you know, really, really, I'd rather have the protein anyway, right? So, <laughs> so if the deers and everything are gonna are gonna eat the berries, then more power to them. Because sure. uh, you know, steaks are delicious. Circle life. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah, so because the because the deer eat the blueberries, and, uh, and then we eat the deer, and then uh, you know I go and I poop on the blueberries. What goes around is all around. Yeah, get your head out of the gutter, everyone. It's just natural. 
It couldn't be more natural. I really appreciate you coming on. And we'd be remiss to not wish you a happy birthday. We, we can say in advance, but everybody else, by the time this is going to come out, is going to have to give a belated birthday shout out. So uh, happy birthday. I hope you uh, have a, a fun time tomorrow doing whatever happy oh. birthday stuff you're going to be doing. Oh, thank you very kindly. I appreciate that. I don't get a lot of birthday wishes up here. Yeah, Just, and uh, you know, like you said, that was from both of us. Well, I didn't say that. Oh, but, yeah. well, you thank you, we. thank you so much. You said we. Oh, okay, we. <laughs> You're welcome, Max. Of course, anything. <laughs> always, always so thoughtful. Appreciate that. It's great being on the show again. I really appreciate you guys uh, taking the time to have me on and talk shit. Always fun. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we totally appreciate it, and we're certainly looking forward to the season one coming out and i definitely can't wait to hear about the wilderverse games looking forward to that and you know hearing what happens and eventually in season two being able to to see what happens i think that's awesome yeah well it'll all it'll all come out sooner or later but uh yeah season one of the wilderverse only available to smoke fish holders august 9th on open theta grab a smoke fish and uh it's your streaming key for hours of wild content You've never seen anything like it. You heard it here second, folks. Right on. All right, gentlemen, I'm going to sign out. Thank you kindly again. Anytime, man. Thank you. We'll talk again soon, I hope. Sounds good. Definitely. Glad glad this happened. (laughs) Right on. Have a great night, guys. You too. You too, man. You have been listening to the Pops and Mags Pinecast. Music provided by Sushi Cat. Like what you hear? Send that cat a very nicely worded compliment on Twitter at Just Add Spam. Pops and Mags is a scumbag hat production in association with Kyle's Hot Tub.